Reddit is such a funny, goofy little place. I hit 401 and I am fucking ecstatic. Um, let's pretend it's 11:11 because when I first had that realization and recorded, it was 11:11. <clears throat> Thank y'all. This is like it's odd. This is just odd territory to be honest. And I want to give y'all like an insincere thank you, but that's not really from my heart yet. You know, I don't like to say thank you when I'm, when I like fit, when it's the obligated, like, thank y'all from the bottom of my heart. Like, no, if I don't feel it, I won't say it. So I'm not going to say it yet. Cause most likely it's going to come. I came to talk my shit <laughs> per usual. <clears throat> my life is consistent of a lot of, um, I feel like emotional burnout. Like, my emotional intelligence. Ugh. (laughs) I don't know. Somebody asked me to send them pictures. And, um, they said chocolate and forgot to put an E at the end. And I hate lazy-ass typos. Put the E. Like, even if you didn't put the E something correct it like put the little star thing the professional name I do not know and put the e like fix it and then they was like am I your type already no their face is cute a cute face is not enough it never has been which is funny because I have myself whipped by this idea of like not being able to pull attractive people which is very much false but it's not enough <laughs> and it's never really been enough ain't no ain't no spice in here <laughs> where's the flavor in this I have a lot I have a better understanding of what I like and what I want and actually that goes into a situation a conversation that I'll possibly be in where I was met with some people undermining me about a situation that they knew nothing to fuck about but hearing them talk made me realize like they kind of crave the the you know when somebody craves an experience you're in but since it's so unfamiliar the way you're receiving it that they don't know how to respect it but except these bitches kind of went out of their way to express it and I wouldn't do that to them like I, I don't really give a fuck I don't give a fuck what you are doing to make you feel we are to have like a plethora a whole paragraph worth of shit and like undermine you about it look it it was regarding a relationship right and I had went through a separation now that separation mattered because I was supposed to receive something from the person I was separating from but couldn't due to a person not meeting my needs I'm like hey I need to call you back I need to call you back they still going on with the fucking story And as interested as I was, I was interested in getting a nut, bro. I'm sorry, but that's what it was regarding. And it it was good. Like, I don't, it was good. I can't even explain it. Like, let me close the, let me close the window. Because I know people can hear me outside. Nobody even knows she wants to get a nut. Whatever that means. And the people who do know what it means. Mm -hmm. Some of my neighbors, some of my male neighbors stalk me. Like, since I lost weight, it was already pretty weird. But now niggas act like hounds. But, eh, it doesn't offend me much. I'm too used to 
I don't know. I just, I don't even look at them no different. I just be like, you're kind of a bitch. Have a good one. Not even in an offended way. Like, I thought I was going to be the type of person that lost weight and felt the need to act a certain way towards who didn't fuck with me before. I'd be kind of flattered because I know I'm not giving any of these niggas a chance. So it's just like, stupid. <laughs> I won't let you get the chance. But I know how to take a compliment, though. Thanks. But it's no hard feelings. It's just like, nah. Because there's still a reason why I didn't fuck with you then. And that didn't erase just because you look at me and ogle me a little different now. Um, I still got my sense of self intact. Like, I'm still humble. I feel like we've strayed, we've strained the word humble so much that I don't even know if I want to identify with it. I mean, I understand that I am, but me and the people, actually the situation that I was talking about before, um, being undermined, meeting people that undermine you a lot for you not being super standoffish will make you feel guilty for being humble, but humble kind of wins in the end. Like it's not, I don't think it should be the base of anybody's, um, identity at all it's just a time and a place it's a time and a place to be ramped up and um feel like that bitch that's an internal feeling in itself that confidence in itself is like in you within you so to constantly have to display um anything any ideal to constantly display i want to say sadness or like confidence what are you poking your chest out about? Like, who are you trying to prove some shit to? And once you learn that, then you you kind of get it together. Let me see. Where do I live? Am I your type? So am I cute enough? Damn. You asking me the same thing. Um. Michigan. <laughs> I don't lie to people about where I'm from at all. Some people be like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I like nigga, Michigan. I don't what are you gonna do? Hunt me down? <laughs> I just don't I don't share the same fear. I didn't learn what doxing was until I knew who Aisha Erotica was. So like I don't wake up on the internet like, oh uh-uh. people do be stalking me though. That shit is it's weird to know about because I'm like, damn, what could I even do about this? Anyway. Yeah, so with me not being um, a standoffish to certain other people, I realized that I don't wish to be around people who I have to act, um, who I have to poke my chest out for, because I don't really have anything to prove. But people that undermine my experiences and other shit, and then when I hear shit come out of their mouth, and then I'll be like, oh, you lucky want what I have. Secretly, that's what all of this is. Like you, you say it in a different font, but I do have what you want. <laughs> like I'm sitting on this experience back here. I'm sitting on a story that you would want, but now I can't give it to you because you're literally a bitch, and I can't enjoy it. Like I can't enjoy um, banter with people who only live to like be tough and poke their chest out about shit. Especially us as women. Like, cause who the fuck are you doing that for? Who, who who hurt you? And also, I don't know. I don't know. I have so many different ways to go into that. But I realized that people who feel like they got to poke their chest out a lot 
revolve themselves around people who perpetuate that. So it's not really anything that you could do. You can't be the coolest bitch on earth to somebody who is only used to um, mole rats and shit. If you are only used to a certain type, then being a whole different type is going to cause... I mean, I feel like it's a cause and effect either way. You can cause somebody to shift and be like, oh, I don't have to. Like, there's other ways to exist, which is cool, but I'm not really devoted to that. So, mm -mm. like, that's, that's the end of this journey. I find myself trying to fix a lot of people who didn't want to be fixed they they like the image of whatever it means to be like tough and bad but they don't have the inside stuff that requires it and it's funny because there's so many people with a lot of potential but holding what you know close to your heart isn't always in everybody's best interest but yeah this retrograde a lot of people family and um I wouldn't even say friends. Every time I look around, I just be like, oh, these are just people to me now. (laughs) These simply, everybody is just a person. And it reminded me of when I was talking to this boy. And I feel like talking to him kickstarted so many things. That's the thing about experiences. I've been dealing with my um, abandonment issues since I got done talking to them. Because they perpetuated a story of abandonment, but tried to, they wanted me to quote unquote, be the bad guy because it felt like I pulled the rug from underneath their feet because I abruptly kind of like left the situation and they didn't like how I initiated the quote unquote breakup, but I knew my reasons and you can't really tell somebody when they're an energy vampire because it's not really their fucking business. And I don't care for negotiating about what you think is going on because I'm I'm on this end and I know better than to just sit and think about it all day. Like before they called me, I will always say like, I'm sleepy, I'm sleepy, I'm sleepy, I'm sleepy. Until they called and they wouldn't necessarily make me sleepy, but like before their energy hit my phone, I would be sleepy. It, and <laughs> the other person who I was going through a separation with, and was kind of like, it was sexual energy based strictly, but it still mattered. But before they texted me, I felt when they texted me, like, you know, the shockers be doing that thing. And now, I okay, I learned how to treat, yeah, let's get into all of it. I learned how to treat men like they're fucking human. And I realized they know how to mirror me to fucking death. And they, they be feeling the same thing that I be feeling depending like now I'm dealing with more elevated people but like that whole solar plexus chakra thing when you get turned on very real very real and the last person was like I feel like they were activating my kundalini or fucking it up like I don't know what was happening but it was hurting so bad and my solar plexus was just like it was it was so many sensations at the same time that it was fucking wild. Um, but that has to be left alone too. I was prioritizing too much of like, sheesh, I, I can't even explain it. It was weird because my sexuality, like my my libido was at its peak and I had already got some acne before. I don't know. It was just like right time, right place. Um, 
but it was the wrong type of right. Not necessarily wrong, but it was just like, it was unbalanced. And then I was in Shaman Derek's live. Shaman Derek is on Instagram. I very much recommend you to get into those lives. And I was dealing with some stuff about my mom earlier in that day. And come to find out, that's practically what he was purging out of a lady. But the whole collective of the live gets the um, energy, gets the healing um, off of him doing it. Like, we all participate in it. And it's so it's such a beautiful thing because it reassures me. Because when I'm around people that I'm not compatible with, or not necessarily not compatible with, incompatible, isn't that a word? Um, you can feel crazy. And I feel like me having the view that I do, the views and like the experience, because at this point, when I talk my shit, it's not just thoughts. Like I've, I've lived to, to see this energy. I've experienced this shit, but being around people who don't experience it and then telling you like laughing at you about it. It's not the most pleasant feeling. So that's the adversity I was met with that I was talking about previously about people who don't really know how to respect you. Um, if you don't, like humble isn't in their forte. So if you're humble or quiet, it's like green light as to be um, pushed over, knocked over. But I've been through this shit too much. I've been bullied too much to have somebody who thinks that they're better than me, like, make me feel some type of way about myself. I'm not gonna lie. When I was in the specific circumstance, um, I was just like, like, what, am I intimidated by them? Because I just realized the energy shift. Because whenever somebody comes at me and it doesn't feel good, it kind of lays on top of me. It's a light blanket, but I feel it. And then I end up giving a lot of my energy to it before because of pushing it away or ignoring it or just being like, oh, I'm overreacting, I'm sensitive, all of these things other than no, this bitch is disrespecting me and she can get the fuck away from me, simply put. And that's always gonna be how it is. Um, But now I know how to look at shit. Like when it comes to me, it's so many things that I've, and all of these relationships this summer and shit with me dealing with men, friends and everything in between makes me realize all of that shit that I pushed away is exactly why (laughs) it's like, it doesn't come up as loud now, luckily, thank fuck, because yikes, it just, it felt bad to constantly go through situations and have this narrative perpetuated, and then, you know, the whole thing about reality shifting and building your reality is making space for new experience, you heal to make new experiences, so you know that there are better feeling ones ahead, and that's, that's what all of the inner child healing is about. That's what all of the subconscious stuff is about for you to release it because holding on to the shit is only killing you in the end. Like, not in such a literal sense, but it can. We can really kill off of, kill off our light by, I was killing off my light by being offended by people and pretending that I wasn't, pretending that it was okay. But when I simply recognize that I'm a person that can feel and you know, when people offend you, the people whose identity revolves around like being that type of person, it can feel like they win, but no, like, cause who said 
It's it's like um Penelope Scott. You're not special for winning a game with someone who you know was never playing. I never got into this conversation, into this situation to have a back and forth for an argument. I never came to no shit with like the energy of stirring some shit up or being messy or making somebody feel bad. So to ignore when people do it to me and make me feel some type of way about it, while I, my whole identity is revolved around not doing that to other people, not just because it's not in me, but because I've dealt with it, I'm fucking me. So <clears throat> I was actively like, okay, even if I am intimidated, this shit ain't cool and this is that and the other. And I kind of noticed the shift when I started shifting, like the energy just let up <clears throat> and I'm like, yeah, okay. So later on in that same circumstance, I'm around these same people. I offered them um, something that, that I had and I literally said it out loud. Like I was hungry, we were smoking and it was even a part of the conversation um, where I came to the realization. I'm like, why am I smoking right now? And then I'm like to fit in, like the voice said to fit in. And my energy cleared, like something just cleared, everything made sense. And then I'm like, oh, fuck no, like I shouldn't, why am I here? And I didn't let that be too loud, but I kind of let that be known within myself. Like, okay, this isn't necessarily a place that I want to be. And I was able to, you know, sign still and deliver it to myself so that I wouldn't just base the rest of my um, time spent with those particular people making myself small to avoid the petty ass conflicts that they were shoveling up. But I had offered them something that I had that I had bought from the store. Automatically, the tough bitch act, bitch act dropped. I don't know what it was, but she was like, oh, she pulled everything that she got out of her bag. Like, do you want some of this? Do you want some of that? Do you want some of this? But this bitch took me through so much already just by me being in the car for 10 fucking minutes, I'm like, we don't have to be friends. <laughs> we don't have to be friends. <laughs> and I ain't have shit. Wasn't no rebuttal to say because, nah, you really made a living out of acting an ass. Girl, I we good. We see each other. Fuck you. Like, do you want some or not? You know, you you welcome if I offer it, but I never have a problem with you. So don't trip over your feet to give me everything in your fucking wallet. Keep all of that. Oh, and that felt good because why do people bully in the first fucking place? Like people will really go out of their way to make you feel some type of way. And the moment something matters to them, I don't know, but it all goes back to I'm not proving shit to you. I'm not proving myself to somebody that I just met. And if I got to do that shit, this is not the bad girls club. I'm not in a fucking house where I'm getting paid to deal with bitches attitudes. And you know, no. And this whole retrograde, like my mom has really made a living. Let's go back to, um, I feel like I didn't, my abandonment issues, right? Uh, this all tied together in a minute. Fuck that for a second. Yeah, fuck all of them relationships. They were cool. I love them to death, but all of them. I love everybody to death. But I stand so strong on me and my own self-respect that I know what and what not to fuck with. And I know to not keep everything the fuck around. But it's created this um other aspect. But let's just slip into it. Me and my mom have been having so many miscommunications this retrograde because she's set on being combative 
and mishearing me and misreading me. And the person who, um, the girl who offered me her whole shoes and wallet off of me offering them some of what I had was talking about that too, talking about somebody um, not listening. Yeah, the service, we went somewhere and the service worker just wasn't listening. It was so many of, so much of people like not listening and misreading shit and just like taking something and running with it. And like my mom has sent me to the store to get her something. Two things, two different cards. So I get the card and uh, cards, I spend the money and she was like, how much do I have? And I'm like, well, I spent this much on this one and this much on that one. Like the first thing I said is, I don't know, but I spent this much. And she was like, why would you spend we have a bridge card. So she was like, why would you spend uh, the food? Why would you buy the food with the other, the real money card, quote unquote? I'm like, that's not what the fuck I said. That's obviously not what I said. But I literally took a deep breath. Like literally my frustration, I can't hide it anymore for her specifically because it's so much like three to four times a fucking day during this retrograde she's doing that shit to attack me and then trying to make me feel stupid like she asked me to help her um put plastic on a window but she was so busy complaining about not being able to find a hammer and trying to blame my uncle for you know this is the last person who had it and always trying to find a fucking culprit that she can't problem solve worth a damn (laughs) and all of this shit has just been building up for a while for a while like a lifetime except before I didn't know that it wasn't me. But now that I see it's me, I have less patience for the shit because fuck you. Like, what is your problem? So it's always me doing most of the work and most of the problem solving and most of my family dynamics when there is any conflict because they can't operate, which isn't fair to me. And I'm drained as fuck. And I feel like it's um, giving me this really warrior-esque um I don't need anybody attitude because I'm I'm doing too much by myself so I talked about it a little bit yesterday I had came in from a run and my mom was like you up I'm like no I'm like no I'm downstairs she was like huh immediately I'm like how the fuck are we misreading this communication now and this this is after just a plethora of this type of interaction my new shit turned big by her fucking nasty attitude and I'm just like okay I feel like Christian Rock like oh oh, all right because yeah I'm just I'm done I'm over it so my tea done got a little cold Oh, snappy, snappy, snappy. I got some ice. Heck yeah. I just started like an iced tea this year, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. I'm about to get into it. Um, Only my iced tea, not the real sweet, nasty shit. Because they re- be real sweet, real nasty. Like mostly water tasting, low henna tea, mostly sugar. If you don't add the lemon, I need the, <laughs> I need the specials, okay? I need like a green tea bar place. I need like a boba place for tea. I guess that's called a tea shop, but I love boba. That's actually what I want. I'm glad I said that because I'm I'm ready to dilute the 
I'm running real hot off this and my throat has been um, on and off sore for a while now. And honestly, too many YouTube tarot readings to have people to will have you feeling like everybody is texting you. Not everybody. I'm not that paranoid anymore. But yeah, it's just some shit up. And it is a lot of energy that's coming for me because I, I just get disrupted up. Fuck low. <laughs> like, more than usual. And I'm only working on me for real. I'm only being productive. I'm only speaking my truth. Um, and I'm being met with the most ignorant shit. And it's a full 360 moment for me to see, like, I got myself. I got a friend in me. Um, the attacks don't feel personal and they haven't for a while. But most of the people that are attacking me are quite literally kind of fucking stupid. Like, it's it's not really warranted. It's no reason. Um... Yeah, so she was like, you up? I'm like, no. She like, huh? I'm like, I'm downstairs. She was like, that's what I meant. That's what are you up? What the fuck will are you up means downstairs? Do you mean am I in the house? Let's start talking like we got some sense so I can treat you like you got some. And I know, I know. Um, A lot of people want you to suck up to your parent when they act dumb <laughs> it's like I don't know my mom has never really been nice enough to me for me to have enough patience for her when it comes to these extremes because let me tell you and I literally yeah I'm not about to make this complicated to keep it nice I don't like her <laughs> I don't like her I don't <laughs> I don't. And it's just like when we are on good terms, it's only good terms because I'm mature. So I'm doing the work behind the scenes, behind every scruffle and encounter that we get into, which is more than once a day at this point. Just, well, no, I'm actually not. Like I just, I mediate, but I don't journal about it no more because I don't like her. So now it's just like, I got to treat you like somebody that I can't be around because I can't. It feels like a co-worker who just tries to get under my skin. And my mom has done a lot of, like, comparing herself to me and all of this stuff my whole lifetime that has kind of felt like it's always led up to this um, strained, weird relationship. And I used to, like, deal with a lot of personal turmoil over it. Like, I, I love you so much. How could you? I don't care. But that um, aspect is like, it's pouring into places where I don't want it to, such as yesterday, I just got so frustrated with that whole, are you up thing? Because it was like our last interaction of the night. And it was just so stupid. It was so stupid. And I was tired of her saying stupid stuff to me and then making it out to make it like she's right or like it made sense or something like that. But everything just has to be her being right. And let me explain the window thing a little bit. She couldn't find a hammer. She asked me, and it usually includes her asking me to do some handyman shit. So then I have to be the handiest bitch in town and the quickest thinker because I want her to stop complaining. And I know if I don't do this shit quick enough, then she gonna yell at me. Like either way, it's gonna be an argument if it's about me or not. Hate that, super abusive. And it's been there my whole lifetime, except now obviously different person, different outcome. And I 
actually put her in her place more now. But I'd rather you stop doing that shit. That's the whole point. Like, um, uh, this podcast has been interrupted. I nearly had a time where I was about to just stop and cry because I was here for 25 minutes really doing it. And I said I wasn't going to bring it up, but I was really like feeling what I was saying. And as somebody who I set a boundary with not to spam call me did that and they only call me for like their boredom and my good energy and their entertainment and all of this other stuff. And they are young. They're a little less experienced. But if I got to get with you, if I got to get a little like not aggressive, but ew, I heard something weird in my voice that scared me. Oh, that's because I'm desperate to be. Um, Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Not desperate, but I don't want to look like the bad guy because I know how much love is there, but I don't give a fuck about the good or bad. I don't care about the narratives no more. I said what I said. I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm acting how I'm acting. I'm being how I'm being because all of this shit has led up to this. Everything is a fucking cause and effect. And if you're showing me that you need the harshest boundary around, then that's what it's got to be. Same thing with my mom. So I had to grab some plastic off of this window that just had like two parts of like broken glass in it. Actually, that same window, the plastic kind of flew off that we quote unquote fixed, but we couldn't fix it because she was just so set on like harassing me or just her being being a harasser because she was stressed out but she lets it control her to the point where she doesn't get anything done like at this point she's complaining about how much I lack and how I don't do shit meanwhile she's the one not doing shit and I'm doing everything so I literally feel like a slave so then I just got a glare at her ass which I didn't want to say ass I wanted to call her a lot more blunt things but it's just like what what can you do? And I'm tired of being respectable and composed and the good daughter and all of this shit on how we should and should not treat our parents. Meanwhile, mine is treating me like a piece of shit for free. And all I'm doing is healing her and teaching her how to use boundaries. And even when I do treat her with like an attitude, I'm doing the work behind the scenes. Like whenever I'm experiencing something and I don't like the way I'm treating somebody, I work on that shit. I don't keep apologizing for it. I do it. So to have to play games with people who don't do what I do and want to say whatever the fuck they want to me and look at me sideways because they think I'm just like nice or some shit is old. It's played out. It's tired. That quote is being thrown the fuck away. And if it's got to be barbed wire for a necklace, I'm not doing it. But shit, something energetically got to happen. Some candle is about to be (laughs) lit. Something is happening because no. That day and age is over. It's done. Um, I don't like being treated like a Pisces in a world full with in a world that consists of a lot of um narcissists. Just because I'm a dreamer, just because I'm doing what I'm doing, doesn't give a person who isn't doing what I'm doing or doesn't agree with me or has a problem with themselves and decides to project that shit at me the green light to do what they do and say what they say to me. Um, one, one, one on the clock. <sighs> Damn, I told him where I lived and he, he never got back to me. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> oh, well. 
Michigan. I have nothing to say about that. But yesterday I posted um, about me after that shit, after the whole are you down or are you up? Because it, it really frustrated me. It was just, it was, I had just came from a run in the rain and it was, I couldn't take it. So I just put like a big old, like three Instagram stories worth of messages out. And it was just like, I'm tired of being the most mature one in these dynamics. And the the full and honest truth, like being treated one way, but in actuality, it's this, And I don't know if I brought up my uncle and his um, young young daughter being over here. I believe I did. But the whole purpose in that was to say that when I watched my mom try to, like, raise her and operate, I realized how abusive my mom is and how abusive it was for me to be a kid who didn't stand up for myself because it didn't help. Even now that I do stand up for myself and now that I do the shit that she claimed that I didn't do, she's still perpetuating those stories of me being worthless for not. And there really is no reason besides she feels bad. I'm worthless because you're not in a good mood. And that blunt and honest truth hurt me so much. It's a pill that I had to keep swallowing. And then I had to realize, okay, no matter how good of terms that we're on, you're this way. I can't heal myself out of you being a piece of shit. I know I said it before. Exclamation mark that shit. Exclamation point, exclamation point times 30. And I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not even working towards being the best version of me anymore because that shit is an illusion. I'd rather be me. I'd rather do what makes me happy. I'd rather operate how I operate. I don't even care if it's in my highest good because I trust myself that much. I'm not really doing anything to like sabotage. I I see the results. But I'm also looking around at the bitter and honest truth of like how fucked up stuff is and how badly I was treated just for um, not meeting somebody else's broken ass status quo and how far people will go to make you feel some type of way. And I don't like having to focus on it because I do understand the law of attraction and like what you look at is what you attract. But I can't have this shit. It feels like somebody is stoned in the back of my head and I'm just looking towards the sun like, oh, I'm about to kill you. Like, let me turn around. Let me turn around because I'm, I'm quite tired. No, I'm not literally killing anybody. It would never be that deep. Um, I feel like there are better ways to kill somebody than to like physically kill them. And it ain't even got to be a hex either. (laughs) One prayer away from fucking your life up. (laughs) One prayer away, one return to sender away is getting you put the fuck up somewhere. Um, damn. I didn't know I was serious about that until I had a memory that actually confirmed that that shit did happen. Oh, my life is the shit, even when it's not, it, it always is. But um, the warrior-esque mentality is tiring because of this specific reason. So I posted, like I said, I posted messages about how I was feeling and the whole like, abusive repetitive cycles not just with my mom but mostly family in general and just being treated um a certain way 
And a friend of mine, hello, Lamia, I love you so much. And I appreciate you so much for this message. Uh, in the beginning, I was so, I noticed and I had, I listened to a reading last night that was actually supposed to regard something else, but like went into the territory of like a story being perpetuated by outside forces that um wasn't keeping me stuck but wasn't helping me either and that story I have like resistance towards talking about my mom or the toxic parenting thing and actually actively now while I'm saying this I'm not about to feel bad about it no more um because it's a lot of people that stay in contact with their toxic mom leaving doesn't necessarily alleviate the problem but since I stay in the same house with her and I don't work a nine to five, the guilt of like not having that hustle mentality to get away from her hovers. It like it haunts me a little bit to the point where sometimes when our relationship is really straining, the energy of like, I have to get out of here. I have to be the best of my craft. I have to write this book. I have to have to have to do all of, have to have to have to do all of these things to get further to get away. And then it's also, when I lived in Seattle, I realized, like, the depression didn't go away because I wasn't there. And that situation in Seattle was just as depressing, but it's internal. And this whole hustle mentality, like, there will always be a reason to speed up my process and race somewhere so that um, other people will. And I think it's out of, A, proving something to me, but B... The reason why I really, really, really want to leave home besides it being abusive is because I know it doesn't make sense that I'm here. Like me talking about my problems feels repetitive. I feel like shit having to talk about this multiple times when it doesn't, when I know to other people, it might not necessarily look like I'm doing anything to change that, which is fucked up because it's nobody else. It's nobody else's business. But it also made me extremely reserved towards talking to people in general because I don't want to hear it. Like, yeah, I know, I know, leave. It it sounds easy, but the shit that I, everything sounds easy. I make the whole shit sound easy, but none of this shit was easy. And now my only faith is the fact that I've gotten here and I can literally look back. If I wanted to, I could listen to podcasts of hopeless, hopelessness where I was just like, yeah, I don't know if it'll ever feel better, but I'm gonna keep going. And now it feels a whole fucking lot better. And I'm still going. No bad feeling really stops progress. No amount of doubt really stops progress unless you stop progressing. And even taking a pause, I mean, even getting feeling like you get knocked off of your path isn't shit like life still goes but if you create that jail system if you create a a feeling of hopelessness that you stick into if that's what you really relate yourself to it can feel hard to get out of when you treat yourself like a person that can't get out of it and I feel like um that's that's the whole thing I'm surrounded by people who feel like they can't get out of their shit so they pick up their sticks and swords to like hit the next guy and I'm the only person that they can kind of look to as the person to hit it, even though I'm not, I'm most likely those people find problems with everybody, but I definitely am subject to many conversations that I don't feel like I deserve to be in. And 
it's really hater mentality. It's hater mentality as fuck. Like it's not, it's not warranted. It's no valid reason for it besides them being miserable. And I'm tired of having to like reassure that truth. I don't even reassure the truth. I just want them to get the fuck away from me. I don't have to prove to myself that I'm not the problem because I've seen it in front of my own two eyes. Like now I'm just seeing it, but it's repetitive. And now I'm angry. And my energy is too expensive to be angry at petty bitches all day. So Lamia had um texted me if you need any like anything, anything at all, hit me up. And I liked it like I don't know. I got kind of, I think I got emotional about that message because I'm like, what the fuck could you even what could happen? I don't even know when people like advice and stuff like that. It's like I don't feel like anybody can help me anymore because I'm so used to having to carry all everything and take it all into my own hands because of a not wanting to be like judged into submission kind of like the um first part of how I started like this relationship between me and the people uh I was with who were undermining me was just like being forced into a position of feeling like lesser than because you aren't hitting somebody else's status quo which is unfair and I know me and me and Lamia multiple other people have like talked behind the scenes about yeah like I you need to leave you know it's not that aggressive but then again it's just a thing it's it's a thing being perpetuated where it's just like okay I haven't left yet like how dare I talk about this toxic parent thing if I if I'm not seeming to strive to get away from it but literally every day either I'm not gonna say every day I am because that's also a trap leaving frantically it doesn't work for me like dropping everything to run away doesn't work for me but living within my own peace somehow does like I've learned to be very peaceful within chaos but that shit is has burnt me out and I knew that I was burnt out I didn't know it last night but I knew it know it now because my response to Lamia text me y'all I hold Lamia in a high regard it's not that I can think about think of about two people and Lamia is one of them that like I really hold a certain because when people are genuine you know they're not living with the intention or to like rock the boat it's certain people who you just know they don't even have a reason to I love people who know that they don't have a reason to and live in that authentic truth because they they got their inner child with them like they didn't have to throw themselves away just to fit into like the tough bitch act or anything because that rat race is a rat race I'll tell you that um but yeah when Lamia texted me I was just like ugh like this, this again, like, I know I need to leave. I don't want to talk about it, all of this type of stuff. And I was just really resistant towards talking or answering or feeling receptive to any love, not just from her, but hold on. She typed for a while and we was talking about Safari. (laughs) I responded to something that was on her story about Safari fucking throwing a chair and it hit him. Like, it's... (laughs) 
was so intentional. It felt like God did it. It was kind of funny. I'm like, because that shit was hilarious. Um, and they replied, no, for real. That had me dying. And they said, anyways, no problem at all. Because I said, thank you when they said, if you need anything, I'm here. But all of these messages last night, not all, it was only two. But with both of them, I meditated for a while before responding because I didn't, I wanted to be real. I didn't want to be cookie cutter. There's no authenticity in somebody asking me, am I, am I good or am I okay or anything like that? And me just giving them that like, oh, I'm fine, you know, whatever. If I'm not fine, yeah, let's talk about it. So I don't have to perpetuate that narrative of nobody caring if I'm not telling other people, like, it's nobody's obligation to care for me at all. But if I'm not letting them care, I was actively realizing, like, I got to let people in (laughs) for them to even know how to support me in any way. Um, She said, anyways, no problem at all. You make this shit look easy, but I know it's not. Whatever it is, um, you got it and can't nobody handle it better than you would. And that shit was the most fulfilling, reassuring. That's the best thing anybody could have ever told me ever um because that's already it fueled something that needed to be fueled so thank you for that gas because I needed it and ironically before I went on the run my brother Chris had texted me and he was like um I love you so much and how are you? How is your new week going? We don't talk that much, but like I felt both of the messages meant something because of my resistance towards opening either one of them at all. Like with both of them, I was just met with this like, not they don't give a fuck, but like I could, I could, I could possibly care less what they're about to say to me right now. I didn't expect for it to be like a good feeling message. Yeah, I can admit when my expectations be shitty. <laughs> I can admit that. Um, I said I love you too, and I meditated like how how should I reply to this? Like what they care. And again, these are both people I talked to about my circumstance and we agreed, like, yeah, you need to leave. And although it wasn't, it's ne- it was neither one of them personally, whoever made me feel like I, like, lacked for not being, like I lacked for being at my mom's house still, but it was just something that was very much instilled within me. But when that's kind of your expectation and assumption, it bleeds into everything. Like, your feelings about your own shit, you can project on any and everything. So I decided to be honest. And then I said, I'm stressed out. It's been hard managing everything relationship-wise and parentheses family. It feels like I'm the most mature person in most of my dynamics when it comes to conflict. My time is worth more than petty battles with people who are only at war with themselves. And then I said, I want to add if that makes sense, but I know it does, which was so empowering for me because I um, tend to like hide the truth behind a chill persona when it's really what the fuck it is like every time it is what it is and then I said um the week is going pretty well I've been having fun and being productive so no complaints worth carrying how about you and then I said I seen you and somebody else um y'all look cute somebody visited him 
and Callie, and they did look cute. Um, he said, you have a tremendous, tremendous intellect. I love you. You already have most of the answers. Once your energy goes to mostly things, you mostly you things will be simpler, but you always make me proud. Um, and then I said, thank you, brother. I love you again. I love you. And I really needed that advice because yeah, both of those really made sense. And I felt like those divinely came to me from the universe. No doubt in my mind, but thank you to them for like having it, you know, (laughs) because those, those were the best messages I could have possibly received. I don't need the fake shit, but I feel like the real shit comes in when you drop the fake shit. Like it came in so real because I was real. Like I was real with them. I was real when I was expressing the shit on Instagram and I wasn't trying to clean up the truth to, um, appease people who's who try to change my narratives you know people I have a very big like resistance towards listening to people who only whose only um advice is it doesn't really resonate it's just what you would know that people would say like oh toxic parent leave the house like (laughs) obviously and then there's some people that I do know like in the family that actually do judge me for staying at home with my mom but I'm 21 like it's just weird it's weird all the way the fuck around but I don't have to let that determine where I'm going because people have thought worse of me and I've known about it and even that didn't determine where I was going but still the feeling the pressure of it all is very it can be heavy but I thank God. Here's the real thank God. <laughs> See, like I like being real about it. But I thank God that I have people that um actually know how to support me. Even if it isn't consistent, it matters. And I'm not no um penny pension ass person either. So I'm not just gonna be like this. You, I don't count the times that people help me out, but the help is definitely appreciate it like I love it I need it I receive it thank you and I've been so I don't know but the warrior thing is just it's hard like and it's hard being closed off to love because it feels like the same people that I poured um most of my love into we already know that though like the people who you can pour the most love into can stab you in the back in some ways um and it taught me to only like kind of love myself like I have so much love in general so I never have to be selfish with it but I forgot that other people can care about me too if that makes sense other people can have my best interest too and that every time somebody is given um other people can be authentic with me and it doesn't they it doesn't have to be this perpetuated narrative of like my expectation of how people feel about it just because I'm kind of projecting that feeling even though I know that that feeling exists that's not the one that I have to base all of this shit off of so yeah throat chakra feeling <clears throat> a little wore out but the message was was definitely worth expressing and I feel like that was a very much all in one Again, thank you so fucking much for 401 
listens that shit is weird. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. How far can this go? And that's me with everything right now. Like, how far can this go? Tyler, the creator, be helping out. He be helping bitches out. Rent free. When Master came out, I was into it. But when he said um, something about the sky is the limit for most of y'all, but for us, it's just what we stand on or something like that. Like, kind of, yeah. And I'm glad that I got out of um, perfectionism and into blunt honesty about everything revolving around every relationship and everything else. The real blunt honesty. Um, like I expressed in the beginning, this identity, Alicia, has never revolved around being nice, for real. That's, that's a benefit, but... Never too nice not to see shit for what it is. Um, yeah. But it's not even about that. This is about learning how to receive support. So, yeah. Oh, and actively, yeah. I want to support other people by sharing the truth. Because if I feel like that, then most likely other people feel the same way. Like they can't express their shit without somebody... Um, telling them what to do or how to feel about it and other stuff like that. And I really try to give people the green light to express their shit. Like lately I've been working on not over talking people. So they actually get to express or not fixing their shit before they fully express it because you need that um, time and energy and uh, space to express it. But when I like see a story that's perpetuating something that I've been through, especially when it's people making you feel bad or gaslighting you, making you trying to feel like you lazy or something. And I can hear when it's just like them being cruel to them because they're stressed or because, you know, that person was available to be treated a certain type of way. I just be like, no, this is where it's wrong on their end. And this is why. And I'm just like, hey, fuck it. (laughs) Speak your truth, buddy. Speak your truth. I'll let them come to the realization by themselves. And if they feel like, I don't know if I feel called to it. And if they feel like hearing it, they receive a message or two from me. But fuck it all. <laughs> fuck it is really the, the, um, I don't know. I'm trying to hold in peace. Jesus. Why did I say that out loud? <laughs> as soon as I said it, the P was, okay, bye. I love y'all. I gotta go. All righty then. I found my other podcast episodes um, that I thought I couldn't get back because of the calls and interruptions, but hey, now we know. And one of them is so, I could tell that it was the episode that I was passionate about that I had to like close out of because of that phone call, because it was so, I felt the energy in my collarbones. Wow, raw emotion. Thank y'all so much for 401 listens. Not even. The number wouldn't even matter. Like, thank you for showing up. Showing up for me. And I hope that I show up for y'all and that y'all get takeaways from this. Pretty confident that you do. I don't think you would come back if it was nothing in it for y'all. No, you know, entertainment or whatever. And I'm... I'm pretty solid. I'm pretty cool. But I listened to a podcast that I made last night regarding 
me making an active shift when Lamia and my brother texted me and all of that and all of this and just me being able to listen to me like I literally liked my voice I liked everything about it and I had such a like heart expansion because I couldn't stop saying like I love this girl I love this girl I love this girl (laughs) like I could barely listen to what I was saying for like the energy of just like pure interest and love and like source it felt like I knew who I was actually listening to when I listened to it. So I'm just like, oh, like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Oh, it's been that one. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I deserve to go to the movies. (laughs) I feel like a rich girl in this interview, because hold on. I know that was possible. <laughs> I didn't know he knew how to do that. So like I didn't I didn't know, but hey, if you didn't know, now you know. Um I want to have a celebration. I always want to have a celebration when I hit a milestone. 400 is definitely a milestone, let alone one. Thank you to the extra one. <laughs> Um, I want to have a group podcast. October is coming. I didn't realize it's September 28th, but hey, we're we in here. Uh, if you want a group podcast with me, I will put my Instagram in the description of this audio or in my bio. On a- no, I'm gonna put it in the wait. I don't even know because yeah, I have to put it in the description of this audio because it's so many people um from so many platforms. I don't I don't know, but hey, my Instagram is pixie with a three flux p i x i three f l u x x. I'm gonna still say it out loud because if you didn't know how to pronounce it, it's pixie flux. But 313 on the clock, and I'm ended on that. Love y'all. Thank y'all so much. It's been very fun. How many years is this? How many years have I been podcasting? Like, oh, two. When did this, this podcast turn two years old? This podcast is about to be three years old in February. So shout out to that. <laughs>